Welcome to the So Fucking Posh Podcast. I am your host, Vanessa Peters. This is the very, very first podcast that we're doing, and I have a whole bunch of really awesome guests with me here. Uh, so to get us started, I guess I'll introduce everybody. So I have Tammy with me, a good friend of mine and a friend to the podcast. I also have Jalen with me, Hafiz, and I have my homie, Unuqua, here with me. So how are all you guys doing? Like, I actually cannot believe 
the level of ignorance that I read in this paragraph by people that are public figures. Like it's right. insane. So what do you what do you guys think? I think that that's I don't know, like people are always stepping on toes, right? Like it's not new. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the big controversy with the the teams, right? Like you have NFL teams called the Redskins and, right. and baseball teams with Native American, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Logos. Logos. Logos right. and, yeah, yeah. and I guess you could argue, I mean, there's no team that's outright called, you know, the Oakland niggas. Like it's yeah. it's yeah. not like that. I yeah. mean, I, would, I see a fence on that side, but I don't know. I mean, having a costume, when someone's wearing a costume that's like your culture, I could see a fence from that. But right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if uh, people are allowed to get offended like that anymore. Like, yeah. that's just from my point of view. Like, right. I'm half black, so when I walk down the street with my mom, my mom's is totally white. Right. I get, I'm used to people looking at me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. people are always making a big deal out of racism and, and oh, I'm being discriminated and stereotyped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, why? Like, like, who are you giving ammunition to? Mm-hmm. I, if they didn't say nothing, she would have gone on with her life and her a couple thousand followers would have loved her, whatever, yeah. and and it would have gone on. But because someone said something, now they have to re- re- uh, come back with something, and now it's this big deal when really it shouldn't be. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. Like, so, I you, don't, so you agree? I agree. And, and at the same time, there needs to be context around it, right? Like, it's Halloween, right? Like, it almost goes without saying that people are going to wear stuff that is outside the norm or is going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus if she just got up one day and was like, I'm going to start wearing Native American, Native American attire, then that would be different. Mm-hmm. But, but but like within the context of Halloween, mm-hmm. you're free to wear what you want to wear. I mean, you, you, you right? see that sometimes people, <laughs> exactly. I'll see, you know, people, will, girls will dress up as guys. I saw this one girl that was dressed up as a male. Is that offensive to male? Because she's like, and I, I mean, it's not, it's not the same thing, but you see people going out as gangsters and police officers and it's not with the intention to offend. It's with or the intention to... Okay, so you guys are up. saying because these two women did not wear these outfits to offend anybody that it's that like it's not that it should be all good but they shouldn't take it that seriously i think attention is big in one sense yes but then on the other side it's like okay now that you are a celebrity or you are a figure that people look up to there definitely needs to be an amount of uh of consideration right so like me i can wear that because i don't have any followers Mm-hmm. And it'll be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But now, if Obama goes and does it, right? Right? Yeah. Obviously, there's certain connotation with that, like it or not. So you're yeah, saying so, with so like celebrity, you need to be more careful. There's a responsibility you have, like okay. it or not. You have a responsibility to the public, okay. like it or not. Okay. But for the rest of us in this room, I don't think there'd be that much of a hysteria. Like you know what I mean? I mean, if they make the costume, then how many people bought it and wore it that were her that didn't get it? You know? Okay. Hafiz, you think the same thing? Yeah, it's 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 out of the the context as well, and it's not like you know she's dressed up in this costume. It's not like she is denouncing the culture, disrespecting (laughs) it by doing the dance and doing the cries, which are sacred in in the culture. right? Right. So she's not so she's not doing anything to disrespect the culture in that way. Mm -hmm. So. I think on that grounds, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. just some some boundaries with it. So that being said, though, I mean it's not innocent, right? Like she has both of them play their part in this whole ordeal by 
you know, coming back with ignorant remarks, you know. Yeah, I no, have, that's a mess right there. I yeah. would have a lot more respect for them if they just straight up said, I think your culture is beautiful and this is why I work. Amen. Mm. Amen. You know what? Exactly. I'm going to have to, I'm going to come to you, Jennifer. I'm going to have to agree with you on that point mm. in the sense that, okay, we do know that wearing these kind of costumes is going to outrage somebody. Totally. But having this sort of clap back, let's say, to yeah. these people that were really just trying to enlighten right. you something that you may have not already known, mm -hmm. that's completely disrespectful. Completely, like, it, it just did not need to happen. Like you said, if she just said, listen, I didn't wear this costume to offend you. Mm -hmm. I wore it because... A, I look great in it. B, I just want to maybe celebrate your culture and your heritage, even though I'm not Native American. Totally. But I do not mean it in a disrespectful way. If right. she came at it in a different way, Absolutely. it's different. Definitely. But her, both of them, Toya and Kaylin, coming at it in the way that they did makes it, it adds fuel to the fire. Like Definitely. It just makes it a lot worse. Jennifer, what's your perspective on it? I don't think intention fully matters, to be honest, because at the end of the day, like if you're somebody and I don't even want to put like a, a, a public figure, you could be anybody. But my point is that like, OK, if somebody does something offensive, you don't mean for it to be offensive. But if it's still offensive, that doesn't take away the sting from other people, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like the N word, for example. I don't know how to say it. Like, for example, there's this one time I was in this class. Right. And this it was like a race class. And this one person, he was talking about racism, and he said the word, like, nigger, but he, like, I get, he was trying to make a point, and I got it, but I just didn't think he needed to say it, because I feel like the word, at least for me, it's just kind of like a, a sting, a stinging word, if that makes sense. Like, my point is that he didn't mean to offend me, and I wasn't mad at him, but I just feel like he didn't need to go there. Like, even if you don't mean to offend people, it can still carry that weight for people. So intention isn't necessarily always, like, the most important factor in deciding if somebody you know, is, is guilty or not guilty. I don't know, that's my opinion on it, I think. I think okay. in that in that light, so then would you say that the person accepting, um, like the person being offended has just as much like has just as big a part in being offended as the person offending? Like if the person's not meaning if I say nigger or whatever other um, racial slur, whatever offends people is it not up to them to be offended or not? Like I know as, as a half black person, I'm I'm look black. Y'all didn't know I was half black. Like I look black. I've been called the N word million times, like countless times just growing up. And it's just, like, I don't care. It's a word. I look at it much deeper than that, you know? Like it should be up to them to see that there is no intention in it, you know? Okay, but at the same time, like you don't speak for all of us, if that means. Like I, yeah, I get it, I, I get it. But like, you know what I mean? Just because you're mm -hmm. not offended doesn't mean the rest of us aren't. I'm not saying that no, people- No, but I'm like, trying to figure why, like why are you offended? It's just, I just think the word is such an ugly word. I feel like people try to say, like, oh, you give word, you give words power. Like, if you don't give this word power, it's not going to be offensive. But that's just not true. Like, that word has so much history that you look at that word and it can never be a positive word. It doesn't matter who's saying it. It doesn't, like, the history is so negative. I agree. So if somebody says yeah. it, even if your intention isn't bad, I'm still going to think bad things associated with that word, if that makes sense. I'm going to be like, there's, there's ignorance there that, you know, you even brought that in when you didn't need to, if that makes sense. Like, the intention only goes so far. But then there's more to it after a while. You can't use intention as a scapegoat as to why you did this. Oh, my intention wasn't bad, so I shouldn't get in trouble for this. I mean, no one's, like, saying you should be, like, you know, pitchforked and, like, kicked out of town. But, like, if somebody's trying to explain to you why it is offensive, and you're just like, well, my intention isn't bad, so shut the fuck up. Like, that's another thing, I feel. And that's that's exactly what they did, I think. So, I don't know. I'm not really for it, what they did. But Tammy, what about you? What do you, you think? Are we talking about the M word right now or the costume? <laughs> We're talking about the original costume thing. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think if she did it in a tasteful way, I haven't seen it yet, right? Yeah. Then that should be totally fine because a lot of people dress up as uh, like Japanese. Right. With the, what's it called? Kimono. Kimono and like the samurai swords and stuff. And it it's fine. If her intentions weren't um, bad and 
you know, like offending people until she said her last comment on Instagram. Mm. That was a big no-no, but she was just dressing it because she liked the culture and, like, the way it looks. Right. And, yeah. I think, I mean, overall, I feel like the way that they handled the situation was handled poorly. Yeah. You know, they really could have taken that whole situation and turned it around and made it something completely different, and they didn't choose to do that. So... I have something else to say, actually, too. Okay. In relation to this as well, I feel like a lot of black people, and I don't want to, like, throw people on your bus, but a lot of black people do this thing where it's, like, every little thing that someone else does is racist. They'll be like, oh, it's racist, it's racist, it's racist. But when somebody else... Yeah, but then when... Not even about, like, the race card, but when somebody does, and, like, blackface, for example, people go up in arms, they go crazy, and they go, you can't do this. If you're going to respect me and my culture, you can't do this. But then something like this happens, like, oh, get over it. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. You're making too much of a big deal of it. I feel like if you cannot, like, dish out, like, you know, like, what you're dishing out, if you can't take it, don't say it. If you... If you cannot deal with this about, like, what the implications are for other races, don't complain about blackface. Like, shut up and deal with it. If like legit, because. I, I hate when they, it's so hypocritical to me. I feel people do that all the time. Live like what you preach. If you can't do that, then just be quiet. And I think a lot of black people do that all, all the time, all over Instagram, all over Tumblr. And it's like, I don't know, I'm just, just wanted to I think that, that happens kind of in everyone's um, niche, like everyone's race. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's easier to look out the window than look in the mirror, right? Like, yeah. Amen. It happens. And that's what I said when I opened up. I said, like, you know, everyone's offending everyone these days. Like, how can you be offended right. with the amount of shit that goes on? And a lot of the things that offend people are are from history, right? Mm-hmm. Like from way back in the day, especially black people. Like you were saying, Yo, has so much history. Thank you, because that's what I was gonna say. The N word. Assuming that you walked in today from another planet, you didn't know, and someone said the word nigger, you wouldn't know the implications that it has. So it's only because we know the history of it. Right. You you look at the what is it? Uh, the Nazi sign, the swastika. That used to be put on Christmas cards. And it was a sign of peace. It was a, yeah. it was a Buddhist. You know what I mean? It's, it's and guess what? Buddhist. Someone took it and bastardized it. Right. And now whenever you see it, it's seen as Nazism. it's a hate crime, Nazism against the Jews. So it's like context is huge. I mean, you can take a symbol and when you put meaning behind it, totally. you make it sound like any word. word right? and, and the word nigger before it, it just means black. There's an African country, isn't it? Right. N-I-G-E-R. Yes, those are different words, though. Niger and nigger are two different. They, know, they don't but, have the same root. No, but it it was that premise taken from from that African country. That I'm pretty sure nigger has like a European root, and I don't think it's from no, the, but the like, Niger country. I think it has like a legit meaning that's meant to degrade people. It's always had a, d- a degrading meaning right from its root word. It was never meant to be anything good. Okay, but from from even like, you if you transcend that, like, I mean. Like, you weren't a slave. Was your mom a slave? No. Was your dad? Was your, Like, you can go... F- anybody was a slave, other than a lot... You know, some cultures weren't slaves. But anything's going to be, to you know, to a great... If there was a person that was 300 years old, and they were called a nigga when they were... Okay, that's offensive, because they, they lived it. But how growing up, where did you grow up? A ton of different places. So, well, me, growing up in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, you know, like, who am I to say that's offensive to me? I, I feel like that's almost offensive to say that I know what those people felt, you know, like... So you're saying that your, like, personal experience is going to fuel what, how offensive you're going to find that word or I just the experiences don't, I don't find it. anything offensive, honestly. If, if people have intentions, if someone walked up to me, fuck you, blah, 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 and were disrespectful and meant to, in, like, intentionally offend me, okay. If someone was saying something and out of ignorance offended me, like say, just for a, a specific example, say a white person came up and said, oh man, there's a lot of niggers out here today, and just was ignorant about what it meant, then that's offensive. Mm-hmm. But if someone knows the yeah. background, knows me, and comes out and is speaking, if someone's in a class and trying to speak real, 
you know, something from the heart, and they use the N-word, all power to you. I mean, why not? I, I just don't find why, like, why? Intention means everything to me. It's context. I mean, if yeah, I, it's, you know. It's context. It's, it's context huge. and intention. I mean, if the person puts that fire behind the word and has a certain meaning to it, then obviously it's meant to be that way. But if it's not meant, why create that? Why create it? Why, why create that confrontation? Why go above that? And why put fuel to the fire? Why make people talk about it? Like, if we're trying to get past racism and shit, like, why throw it in the back? Why okay. not throw it in the back? Okay, so why to, sort of, so to sort of move on to another topic then that we'll kind of touch on intention as well. Yeah. So we were talking about this earlier, um, Nuke and I, um, and my sister, the Swedish uh, tradition of Sinterklaas and the Black Peter. So for listeners who don't know, and for you guys in the room too who don't know what that's about, um, my sister and I, we went to like a school that had like a Dutch or like a Swedish like stream in it as well. And um, in that, what I vividly remember, and Jennifer, you can like jump in on this too because you were there. Um, we would have this Santa Claus, Santa Claus or Santa Claus or whatever, but they call him Sinterklaas because obviously they say things a bit different because it's a completely different country. Mm-hmm. And um, he would come in and obviously like give candy to the kids and stuff like that. But what was different and strange about this particular situation was he'd come into the school and give candy to kids, but he had these helpers and these helpers were called the Black Peters. And these people were grown like men generally, I believe. Maybe there were some women, but... From what I remember, they were mostly men. They were painted in blackface. They had huge, like, big sort of baboon lips. They had really curly, like, black hair, right? So obviously, like, very very minstrel-looking, right? Where you're meant to sort of mimic the look of... Oh, shit. Yeah, you're, you're meant to mimic the look of what... Black <laughs> Damn! Cool. Yo, so those, so that was Santa Claus. So that was Sinterklaas' helpers, right? And from what I remember, these, like, black peters would kind of walk around and they would act stupid for lack of better words they would act like brainless they'd fall over each other sort of act like children not act like adults but santa claus or Sinterklaas was the adult of the situation sort of like gathering the black peters together and you know just sort of i guess mobilizing the whole situation so like a lot of i guess dutch people see this entire tradition as like nothing to really not nothing to be ashamed of nothing strange like it's just it just is what it is you know what I mean it's a lot of times too when things are sort of cemented in some sort of tradition people tend to see less and less things wrong with it because Mm -hmm. that's just the way it is that's just the way it's Mm -hmm. been so what are your personal opinions about um Sinterklaas and Black Peter I'll start with Jennifer because like I said she has seen it so she knows kind of what it is well, I mean, I never saw anything wrong with it when I was growing up. Because, like, you don't know anything when you're younger. And honestly, even, like, up until a couple of months ago, I never thought about it. But, I mean, I can see how it's offensive. I can see, like, obviously it's meant to depict, you know, certain people in a certain way. And then when they act a certain way on top of that, on top of being in costume to look like certain people, of course, that's meant to portray, you know, an idea about these people. So, um, I think, you know, if I saw that now, I wouldn't be okay with it. Um, I think it's it's very ignorant. You know, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't like throwing the word like racist around. I think that people complete the word like racist and ignorant a lot. I think that this is really ignorant, and I feel like um, if this is one of those cases where somebody educates people on this and they kind of go off with the whole whatever it doesn't matter, like it's tradition, and they just choose not to do anything differently, then I think 
when you when you learn something is wrong and you continue to do it, I think that's when it becomes more racist to me as opposed to ignorant because you're no longer ignorant. You know, but you still choose mm-hmm. to do it. So that's kind of what I, I think. I think it's 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 interesting that it's like a tradition there. Yeah. It speaks a lot. I mean, yeah. clearly. So what about you, Tammy? What do you think? Does this have anything to do with black people, like um, the history of Black Peter? I have I have the, I have the same question. question. Yeah, because <laughs> that makes a big difference of my opinion on this like is topic. it supposed to be little black characters yeah. like Oompa Loompas? Like is that is that the equivalent or is it supposed to be African people? I believe that it's supposed to be African people, but they cartoon like of they, course, they yeah. cartoonize we all know them, right? right? To yeah. make them seem more lovable and likable and comical, right? right? Mm-hmm. To make them seem less scary, if that makes yeah. any sense. So, I mean, as you saw in the picture, like they're clearly like mimicking a certain like phenotype of person, right? So, in that sense. I think it's really inappropriate that they're dressed up as um, black people and that they're like kind of goofy and I think it's just inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And But you have to understand that comes from a time where a lot of people were ignorant, right? Like that, if that, how, how deep that goes, that's back when everybody knew that that's, that's kind of how black people were portrayed, right? Mm-hmm. And like, that doesn't make it acceptable by any means. But like seeing that, that is like how, I don't know. I don't want to offend my own people because obviously, like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to condone racism by any mm-hmm. means. But like, if like, how, like, what do you expect for you? What do you expect to make this better? Like, would you expect the Swedish culture to find a new way to express it and completely change hundreds of years of their? What I you... what I personally believe is that there's nothing that I can do or I can say to sort of change this tradition that has protected this particular you know, Christmas thing for so long, right? Like, because it's something that I've seen, and I I agree with Jennifer in the sense that when I was younger, I didn't see anything wrong with it, right? right? But when you are little, you don't see anything wrong with a lot of things, right? So I don't expect anything to change, but what I would hope is that people would become more woke to the idea that that's not okay, that's wrong, and then just sort of have that opinion and move on with their lives, Mm -hmm. right? But I don't expect the tradition to change, right? Because it has been so well protected in the Dutch Dutch tradition. So would you almost connect that to your first point? So would you say these Swedish people dressing black people up and portraying them a certain way is almost the same as a random person dressing up as an Indian person, a native person, and acting a certain way? Like, does that, do they, those two ideas equate at all? I think they're different because when you're mimicking somebody's culture or their religious beliefs mm-hmm. versus mimicking them and things that they cannot change about themselves, that's different. Okay. Right? So if you're mimicking someone's big black lips or if you're mimicking the color of their skin, they can't change that. People change their religions all the time. People change their cultures all the time. Just, I mean, I guess you can't really change your culture if you're really, like, deeply rooted in a culture that you're in. But certain aspects of those things can be changed, right? But the way you look, the way you were born, right, cannot be changed. And that's why I think something like the word nigger is so offensive to certain people because you are targeting something, somebody for things that they cannot change. That's why saying, calling someone a fag, for instance, is offensive because you're changing something that they cannot change, right? Versus just being like, haha, you're fat. Okay, well, I can get skinny in six months, bitch. Like, give me time. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's the difference between those things, right? And that's why, you know, certain people, like, so maybe certain Native Americans may not be as, like, um, offended by something like that because they may not be connected to their 
you know, religious roots or what, like, whatever tribe that they're in and things like that, right? It may not matter to them, but that there's other, other people that are more connected to that, so they, I guess, are more offended by right. something right. like that. I'm curious as to what the, the youth think, that the younger generation in that, uh, in the Swedish culture, like, what they think about it, because I'm sure they have more, because usually the younger generation have a younger, have more of a open a mind. Present, right. A present. Yeah. When it comes to that, so yeah. I wonder if they're speaking out against it or saying that, oh, that's messed up. Right. I honestly am not, I'm not sure if they, if they are, because like I said, like the last time I saw that was when I was maybe like seven or eight and that was a while ago. So, but from what I know and from what I saw, like in terms of like the other children kind of interacting to that, they thought it was fun. They thought it was cool. They thought as long as they're getting candy, they're good. Like they don't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that deep for them. Right. And I think for a lot of people that kind of are around that or relate to that, it's just not that deep for them. But for different people who are looking at viewing it in a different way, it probably is a little bit more deep for them. But I'm going to move on to another topic. Um, so there was this, I guess, rant that I read on Tumblr the other day um, that I thought was pretty interesting. It was covering the idea of the white savior complex. Have any, have any of you guys heard about mm-hmm. that? Okay. So... Basically, I'm just going to read like what this what this woman wrote. Um, her Tumblr handler, hand, handle is uh, Feminism and Happiness. Um, so I'm just going to go into what she wrote because I thought that was pretty interesting. She said, I'm tired of seeing white people treating poor countries as if they were a very special emotional playground. Racists travel to underdeveloped countries under the guise of appreciating their culture or searching for themselves, whatever that means, or any other seemingly thoughtful premise. They enjoy these exotic foods, marvel at the exotic landscapes, snap photos without asking first of those exotic natives. They have profound revelations about how in the Western world we have much more commodities than necessary and how these poor rural simpletons are so happy with their with the little that they own because they're blissful savages, much less complex than the average white U.S. citizen. Some of them even manage to say utterly disrespectful stuff. IG, um, oh, look at these people living in the middle of nowhere. Cameron Diaz apparently said this. Or they defecate in the woods, hunched like animals. Drew Barrymore said this. And the worst part is they don't even seem to realize. Then they go back to their countries with a serious white savior complex and show all their relatives photos that wonderful, smiling, exotic natives that they took with just before complaining about illegal immigrants taking all of their jobs. (laughs) So, obviously, there's a juxtaposition in this particular rant. Nuke, what is your opinion on this kind of idea? Uh, I, I think she's hit, uh, she's raised a lot of good points with regard to the other, quote-unquote, you know, because sometimes, I'm going to say white people, when, we, when they go to other countries and they see nomadic, barbaric, or outside-the-box scenarios or whatnot, they look at it as, oh, that's unconventional, you know? But you're, but you're looking at it from the outside looking in. You forget that from the inside looking out, they're probably looking at you being like, you're the unconventional one. Or you're the barbaric one, right? Right. So again, like, context comes into play. Uh, and also just like our worldviews and what we've seen, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, again, from the outside looking in, you'll say, man, they must not be happy. But from the inside looking out, they're happy. And they're going to be looking at you being like, man, they must not be happy. Right. You know, so really, it, like, worldview is huge, right? Right, and um, and how you've been brought up definitely p- plays a part in that. So, right, 
it's funny because this whole idea kind of brings me back to this movie I used to watch and I really loved called The Gods Must Be Crazy. crazy. And it basically kind of touches on that idea where these, like, people that are living in these African tribes, they're happy. They're fine with the way that they're living. And then white people kind of come into the situation. Or no, there was like a Coca-Cola bottle that was like dropped into their tribe or something. And they were like, what do we do with this? Like, what is this thing, right? So they found all these interesting like uses for it. But at the end of the day, they were like, this doesn't, we don't connect with this. We don't, this doesn't mean anything to us. So they sort of threw it away. So it just kind of showed this kind of interesting contrast between like two kind of worlds working separately and they work. Mm-hmm. They just do. Regardless of whether you think one is our barbaric or you think one is too advanced or whatever the situation is, it's one life and it works. And, mm-hmm. and people are happy just living the way um, that they live. Tommy, what do you think about the rant that feminism and happiness? I think um, if you go to a different country mm-hmm. and you start taking pictures of um, how people do things and then post on Instagram, it's okay to do that as long as you're not really exposing them in a negative way. Like, oh, look at these people, they're doing this. Or mm-hmm. like, um, they should show it as in like, oh, it's pretty fantastic that they do things like this instead of... So you're saying like, like it's good to show it if you're praising them. Rather yeah, than showing rather than them like aspects. showing them like they're animals or something. Mm-hmm. Like, right. that, I think that's inappropriate. Right. Okay. I think people are different no matter what. I mean, my roots are very deeply rooted in Jamaica. I have a lot of family from there. Mm-hmm. Um. And if I were to go there, it'd be a culture shock, you know, just because I'm not, just because I'm from there, just because my, that's my background, that's not, that doesn't mean, you know, I identify with that. I right. think people, everybody's different, even if you're from the same place or not, you know, like mm-hmm. me going to Iceland and seeing, you know, people there or going to Antarctica or going to wherever it is across the world, some unknown place that not a lot of people have been there. And I see white people, I'm not going to, I'm not going to identify with them, even though I identify with white people here. It doesn't matter what your skin color is it doesn't matter where you're from everyone's different right and people are going to see you as different right that doesn't make it bad people being different doesn't make it a negative thing yes Mm -hmm. and again i'm going to go back to you know some of the stuff i said before i think it intention and context has a lot to do with it Mm -hmm. and if you're ignorant i mean drew barrymore going to a remote place in africa and saying these people are taking shits hunched over like animals Mm -hmm. that shit is offensive as fuck right yeah and we all know that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what your skin color is what what you think what you that's offensive to everybody Mm -hmm. but if you're going somewhere and you're a pretty you that's why you travel you travel to soak up the world you're from this world and for 99 percent of your life you're you're living in 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 one decimal point on this massive so how how else do you expand your knowledge and your being and your your in your in your interests and your your personality right if you can go and you can expand your knowledge, I, I think it's a dream of mine to go to Tibet and 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 uh, meditate with the monks, mm-hmm. and then go and go to a rock and roll concert in the UK. You know, like they're very different things, but it's mm-hmm. gonna add to me as a person and yeah, make right. me be able to look at people and situations differently, and right. maybe not be ignorant. You know, right. I think that really adds to that when you can see the reality, when you can see other people's realities, that adds to yourself. Yeah, so I think right. there's a, a very distinct vantage point that these people are taking and i don't think i think it's it's uh, criminal to kind of like make that seem like that's everyone's point. right yeah. I, yeah like i agree with you in the sense that if you do travel you do learn things you learn things about other people that you may have otherwise not known or ever known if you stayed in whatever city or whatever hamlet that you live in um i think the problem only comes when you do all this traveling you come back and it's like you didn't learn anything right yeah. or yeah. you sort of for whatever reason, become more ignorant, if right, that makes sense. Right. Like, for instance, am I the only person in this room that gets offended when someone says, 
I travel to Africa. Not the country you travel uh, to in yo, Africa. Yo. Not the city you travel to in Africa. Yeah. The whole con like if someone said I travel to Asia, Asia, where the fuck did you travel to in Asia? Yeah. Be specific. Right? Be very specific because there's so <laughs> many much. countries in there. Yeah. You know, like people don't people don't say I travel to Europe. They say I travel to Germany. I travel yeah. to England. I and Africa as a continent more than any other yeah. continent is so diverse. Yes. I mean, you have yeah. Egypt and Sudan. It's so different. And so different. South Africa. Right. Legit. Like, yeah, that's very expensive. Uh, okay, but to, to add on to what both of you said, I think for a lot of people, they're not willing to suspend what they know when they travel. They mm -hmm. take everything that they know and want to drop it in right. Thailand or Ghana or Nigeria and be like, oh, this goes against what I know. Mm -hmm. Versus being like, I'm suspending what I know wherever I'm coming from mm -hmm. and I'm going to fully embrace myself right, into this exactly. culture. Now, guess what? Now you are amongst the locals and you're doing what they're doing exactly. now you're not on the outside looking in you're on the inside looking out mm -hmm. right and a lot of people don't do that they want to take their condo lifestyle their starbucks lifestyle and yeah drop it into bumfuck africa of course it's going to be different mm -hmm. hell yeah if, you know what i mean like yeah. you you have a toilet to sit on when you use the bathroom you go and take a shit in the in bumfuck nowhere mm -hmm. do you think you're gonna you're gonna be a hunched over like an animal or you're gonna you're gonna pop like a 90 degree angle <laughs> and have a perfect squat. <laughs> right? Yeah. Are you there to shit or are you there to look pretty? Yo, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Um so an another thing that I also wanted to touch on was um language barriers. And I mean that in the sense of immigrants um moving to um like a I, let's say like a North American country or maybe like the UK or something. Places where people mostly speak English. And obviously these immigrants, they may not know, they may not know how to speak English that well. They may still kind of be learning the language. And this kind of touches on like all the, like the recent immigrations that are happening um, from Syria that are coming right. to Canada and part of the uh, US as well, or the US in general as well. One thing that I've noticed kind of in my life that really does bother me is when, um, certain people really are quite um, rude to immigrants or people who are ESL that are kind of struggling with the English language. And they sort of are really impatient in the sense that they say, well, why can't you speak English? Why don't you know how to speak English yet? Your English is so bad. I'm so annoyed. Like, why are you here? Like, I can't, I can't talk with you. I can't even have a conversation with you. I find that offensive because sometimes some of these people they'll say these kinds of things to me that oh, her English is so bad, right? Because my English is good, they'll think that we're kind of on the same page in terms of like both hating how bad this person's English right. is. Mm -hmm. When I don't feel that way at all. I actually feel disgusted that you're talking about this person in that way. Because mm -hmm. the reality is that this person may speak one language, which is English. This other person that is trying to grasp the English language, which is not an easy language to grasp at all, is one of the hardest. Can speak two or three languages, you can speak one. You can't even speak English properly. And then you want to start dissing people who are trying to learn the language right. that you already right. know. Yeah. So I find that, I, I personally find that offensive. Do you find it offensive in English-speaking countries, or do you find that the mm -hmm. idea or in general? Because I, I, my girlfriend, she, she went to uh, France, mm -hmm. and... I mean, I think that there's kind of a stereotype around France. And I'm not, I've never been there. I can never say that Fran French people are uh, mean. But she said that she went there and if if she started speaking, people would turn their back to her and like... If she started speaking French? Or no, English. English. Oh, I experienced, that in, I experienced that in Quebec City. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You experienced that all over the world. There, so there is, that... I feel like there is some sort of elitism in the sense that... I mean, okay, to answer your question, 
I went to the Dominican Republic in May for a wedding, right? Now, usually whenever I travel to any place that doesn't speak English as the main language, I try and learn a little bit of, of whatever the language um, that they speak is there so that at least I can kind of get by if I ever get into a situation right. where I need to be able to speak that language. Mm -hmm. I personally do feel a little bit guilty if I travel to one of these countries and I can't, like, I'm not even attempting, I'm not even trying to speak the language because why am I going to someone else's country? I'm not even trying to converse with them in their language, right? Like, in a way, like, I understand that, but an immigrant is an immigrant, right? Like, they're coming into this country or whatever country it is that you're living, they're, they're eventually going to learn it. It's going to take time, right? But you can't expect it to happen overnight. Like, it doesn't happen in a day, right? And my whole thing is I always tend to know, I don't know if it's just me, but, like, if, like, an immigrant is speaking to me and their English isn't that good, I, I understand the gist of what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to, like, really, like, perfect your syntax and perfect your grammar for me to try and get what you're trying to say. So, when that happens in other situations with other people and they seemingly don't seem to really understand what this person is trying to say, but I do. I don't know if it's just like a me thing where I just get what they're trying to say and the other person doesn't or whether I'm like trying to be more understanding or like what the situation is. But I mean, I just kind of feel like... Just Maybe it's how they grow up. Like I grew up with a lot of, you know, Jamaica, like my Jamaican side of the family. Jamaica, it's a dialect, right? So it's hard to snap that. So I have... Um, my grandma before she passed away, it was very hard for me to understand her, but at the same time, as a young child, listening to that all the time and, and being around that, and uh, my best friend is uh, Egyptian, and uh, he speaks, not him, but his family speaks Arabic. Mm -hmm. And so I'm around that as well. They don't speak a lot of Arabic, but you know, I've been around that. So me trying to, you know, just always being around different languages and trying to decipher it, it's natural for me to feel the same way as you do, right? Mm -hmm. I lived with an, uh, a Chinese uh, exchange student for a year, mm -hmm. and it was the same thing. You know, he was three months in the English language, so it was, there was a lot of, you know, gesturing and, mm -hmm. you know, writing stuff down. And, whereas maybe if someone didn't, you know, maybe they'd have that ignorance, yeah. you know? Someone yeah. who doesn't grow up around a bunch of different languages, they'll have that ignorance. Yeah, I do agree that, like, it's there because of that reason. I just hope that that kind of thing would change because I like I, I I don't know about you but like when I honestly hear people say things like that I feel for that person like it honestly of kills course. me in my heart when they say things like that for to people who are trying to speak English it's not like they're not trying at all like mm -hmm. they're attempting it it's just not good right but that's okay they're gonna learn it or pick it up eventually right, right. so it's just it's just a compassion thing I think because yeah. if I went to like if I went to another country and I'm trying I would want to be having or you know trying to have a conversation with like say like a Spanish person if I'm in um, the Dominican who like understands that I'm trying and they're okay with it like you know they're like yeah. okay I get that you're trying so I'll help you out you know what I mean of rather course, than be like yeah. this fucking like American bitch she can't even speak fucking proper Spanish why the fuck is she in my country right. you know what I mean like that's such that's such an aggressive behavior towards do you think that do you think that is is do you think more people have that than don't have that what do you mean like do you think there's a lot more ignorant people that have that mind frame than don't like we live in like Canada doesn't have an identity. Like we have so many. I was sitting in the in the mall the other day, and there's people speaking. I don't know even what language it was next to me, and I had absolutely no problem with it. I just kind of noted it and moved past it. I don't mm. think that there's more people that are. Like I feel like there's more people like us than anything. I think I think, I think there's more people that are accepting because the times that I have heard that kind of like ignorance has has been the exception rather than the rule. It's the older generation, really. 
Or the people who kind of live in pockets of the of the country where they don't they aren't exposed to other cultures, so totally. they are going to be more ignorant about that totally. sort of thing. Jennifer, what do you think? I think I agree with the point you made about like <clears throat> compassion. I think that the compassion with that kind of thing comes with, in my opinion, being a lot more cultured and just understanding that people are different and having experience with different people. I feel like when you don't have that experience. I think it's easier for people to be ignorant and to be rude about it, if that makes sense, and to feel like they need to be accommodated for. So you need to learn English quickly because it's, you know, making them like unhappy or uncomfortable or whatever. But I feel like when you do, when you are used to being around a lot of different people, um, you, you definitely are a lot more accommodating to people trying to learn English. So I, I agree. I think you made that. Yeah, I, I agree with that point. So. Okay. What about you? Yeah, and I think to add to that too, I think like, you know, the language English, I think there's this you know, it's the universal language. There's this kind of expectation. It was an ignorant thought to think that, you know, everybody in the world should, you know, speaks English mm -hmm. in that aspect. So I think based on that, you know, everybody speaks English. Why can't you speak English properly kind of thing? Mm -hmm. I think maybe from that angle, perhaps, though. But um, but going back on, you know, what's been touched on of compassion mm -hmm. and understanding because it takes time to learn. Like, I, I worked a, at a call center for a couple of years and, you know, I've dealt with customers that... That couldn't portray what they what they needed, so I worked at a at a bank, mm -hmm. right? So that's a that's a serious conversation, and and there's times when I couldn't understand them, and it's not face to face with the hand gestures and all right. that. So you need the, all the patience you can get. Like you got to be like very passionate, and also putting yourself in their shoes as well too, because mm -hmm. you know as we all you know learn our language, we all got to that point where we're yeah kids right we're yeah. learning the language as well too so. yeah i mean it would be different if like they just weren't trying like if there was just no attempt right. for them to even try and communicate with you in a language that both of you could maybe understand right. they just want to speak their language and you're speaking yours well clearly that's not going to work because you're speaking two completely different languages literally so that's you know how that goes okay um so there's another thing that i wanted to touch on today um, so there is a woman on social media by the name of Erica Escalante. So she had this, I guess, an Instagram picture or Facebook picture um, that she took with a friend of hers, I think another Mexican girl. And um, they had this picture of them on a cotton farm and they were like pretending to like pick cotton mm -hmm. the way that they do they did in the days of slavery. And she had a caption on her picture and it said, Our inner nigger came out today. Oh Whoa. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's the intention I'm talking about. Right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I mean I just think that it goes to show I like in terms of just the word the n-word i just feel like especially north america i find it hard to believe that you know some certain people don't know the history behind it or don't know the meaning behind yeah. it i feel like it'd be hard to find people like in canada or america north america who don't get that it's not a good word even if you're young mm -hmm. from a young age they know like there's people being rude about it and using the word from a young age like you learn it it's not it's not hard you literally go outside you walk like turn the corner and you hear people saying it, you hear people talking about like, oh, these no good, whatever. And you know that it already has a negative connotation. You know what I mean? Even if you don't fully get it. But I just find it hard to believe that you there's enough people in America that don't get it. That like, you know, ignorance is like, like they're doing it not to not to be offensive in the sense that like they're ignorant about it. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like, I just don't think there's any ignorant people about that, about that word. I just, I think that'd be hard to find personally. Were these um, black girls? These or are Mexican, Mexican girls. Mexican girls? These are Mexican girls. Okay. So it kind of is a bit of, it's a bit different. That is, it's a big shocker. Yeah, it's, I mean, it kind of shows that racism isn't always a white or black thing. But this is, this is the thing that I'm having a hard time with, with the N-word. And we keep saying it has, you know, 
this this background and this this way that it should be taken. But then, how how are we to expect people to understand that when let me so let me take a step back. Hip hop is thank you. Hip hop and the black culture is arguably one of the most influential cultures in North American okay. pop culture. I agree, yes. I agree with you. Travis Scott is huge. He blew up, and he has you know his album just came out. Same with Lil Wayne is huge. Jay Z is huge. Kanye West is huge. All of these black rappers that are from a generation above us, and even at our age now, they say it very, very frequently, mm-hmm. very easily, and there's not an, a negative intention behind it because they are black, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So how are we to expect people to not be ignorant and not use the word when we use it? So if we're going to get rid of the word, we should all stop saying it. If it has this crazy negative thing to it. That's not what I'm saying, though. There's a difference between not using the word and reclaiming the word. Like, I'm big on reclaiming things. Like, me, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I say the N-word sometimes. I don't use the E-R. I use the A part. But, like, I'll say it, like, jokingly with my sister or something. Like, or, you know, with my other black friend or when we're making a joke. It's not, like, I'm really big on reclaiming it. And I feel like when I, because, like, just to me, because I feel like the word is so ugly. So when I use it and I, like, kind of diminish the meaning to me, like, in a sense, it's, it's kind of, like, empowering, if that makes sense. But that's my view on it. That's the way I feel about it. I know not everybody feels that way about it, but that's the way I feel about reclaiming. It's the same way with, like, for example, women and the word, like, slut or whatever, or, you know, any other group of people and this X word or Y word. So for me, like, when I see black people using it, it doesn't offend me. Because, one, I know they're not they're not using it in a negative way. Like, I know they're not using it to, like, refer to you as, like, the field, whatever, and all that stuff. A lot I know of times they're using it as a way, they're turning the word from hate to love. Yeah, it's like my nigga. Like, it's not meant to be a bad Fair, thing. You know what I mean? But, I don't, I don't but now you're contradicting yourself. Because before, with another comment, it was that if you can't take it, then you shouldn't dish it. I was talking about in terms of, like, people being racist to you and then mm-hmm. you being racist to people in turn. If okay. you say the N-word and black people say to each other, they're not being racist to each other. But of if a white person not. or a non-white person says the N-word... You know what I mean? It doesn't always mean that they're being racist, but I Definitely. mean, like, it is offensive. I don't think that's the same thing. Like, it's not... If somebody's being racist to you, and then you do turn around and do the exact same thing to somebody else, but then you still cry racism, that's one thing. Okay. That goes back Action. to intention, does it not? Like, if an, if a guy, if a black guy is saying my nigga to another black guy, guy yeah. there's no intention of any... That, like, but if my will. best friend, my white best friend, and comes up and says my nigga to me... That's not offensive. I know. And you know what? Between those two, between like you and your best friend, that's between y'all. If you don't find that personally offensive and you know okay, your friend so enough why, to know... If there's a black person across the street, why should that person be offended? If there's a white person across the street that's and my weird. white person, my white friend walks up and says, my nigga, what's good, baby? And gives me dap and it's yeah. all love. And he gets offended. How is that acceptable? In my own personal opinion, I don't think that that black person who overheard a conversation with two friends saying my nigga, regardless of whether his friend is white and you're black or half black, should be offended. I don't, personally. Okay, how about now the guy is white and he hears that and he's like, yo, a white guy just said it to another black guy. He doesn't doesn't know the context of what's happening here. Then he goes and says it to his white friend. It's like, my nigga, whatever, or to another black person. And now from his... Then he's a dummy. What are you talking about? Are infantile no, you're you're assuming that to say that he'll hear that and then be like, oh, I heard a white guy say it one time, no, no, so I'm going to say happens. it too. That's what happens. Even if I hear something, like this is what I would do. I can't speak but if I heard something and I wasn't sure if it was offensive or not, I would first of all I would go in the internet, I would research, and then I would ask questions. You would research. Look at you. Look at you. You're the smart one. You're the educated one. How about the guy? How about 
And I'm not even trying to be like culturally whatever, but how about the person who's not going to go do their own research and just hears what they hear on social media or whatever even if and they hear runs they, with it? Even okay. if they hear what they hear on social media, though, they're still going to know, oh, I heard the error before. Oh, I, I thought it was offensive. Shit, I'm not really sure anymore. Are they just going to go like test the water? Wait a second. Oh, I'll try again. Wait a second. You know, with what you said, so someone hears it and they just decide to go and run with it. I have a question for you. Is that person or is that person not a dummy? Absolutely, I don't. Okay, first of all, I'm not going to call him a dummy or not. With this, because with, he just with heard nukes, a word. And no, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. With nukes, it, we're taking it literally. Right. This is this is a situation set up. Perf in the perfect world, the situation happens. This happens. It is a metaphor through hip hop, through through a lot of different mediums, mm. where someone yeah. hears the word and then applies it to their everyday life, and that's why it's become so broadly known and, and accepted. Almost. I'll take it outside the word. This whole iPhone thing, when people are like, yo, if you put your iPhone in the microwave, it will charge it. Did you hear that nonsense that was going around? And, and people, people went and did it. Of course they did. People went and did it. And you mean to tell me because that... They're dummies. Okay, but fine. Because they're dummies. But listen, but no, that's, honestly. That's, but, but listen, no, that's, that's what they're saying, though. People, you're assuming people are going to go do their own research? I'm not assuming. Smart. I said people were not like me. I doubt people will do that. But I'm saying that even if you hear a word and you're, oh, well, I've heard that it previously has this negative connotation. I don't think, you know, I know that there's an issue around this word. But I heard someone say, so Shami's going to do it too. Like, come on. I'm sure people will be apprehensive. They'll be like, I mean, well, I don't know. What do you Should I? Like, do you guys think that it's okay for a non-black person to use the N-word if they understand that it was a bad word, but now black people are trying to reclaim it as theirs? But wh why, why are we reclaiming it? If it's this fucking you horrible word, like you, you guys don't have to use it. But why are you telling other black people that they can't reclaim it? If that's the way they feel about it, why are you being That's a word that used to to degrade your ancestors and put them in the dirt and categorize people. So why are you claiming it? So why can't they reclaim it? Why do you want to reclaim it? I agree. I don't want it. No, what? Then don't use it. Listen, what it comes down to is two different trains of thought to try and deal with the word. One train of thought is, listen, it's a bad word. Let's just cut it out of our language. Cut it out of our our dictionary we're just not going to use it mm -hmm. another train of thought right is let's reclaim it so we take the intention away from it like we take the negative connotation from it away mm -hmm. two these these are just two different thoughts so, that think so, that it's going to accomplish the same thing basically it, it, so it's just it, two different ways of accomplishing the same thing that's all so when once you reclaim it once you have the end goal accomplished of black people have reclaimed nigger and now it means something positive. Do you expect it to flip? Yeah. And white people will be like, oh, my nigger, how are you? It's nice to meet you. And it's a good thing. But it's not about white people point? at all, though. It's, a, it's about all. It's between about, exactly. black people. Forget it's white between person, black people. Asian said it. It's not, it's not about anybody but black people. Forget, like, in terms of... Like, now you're like, categorizing No, I'm not categorizing Just like, just when black like people, everybody when else When black does. people are reclaiming it, they're reclaiming it between each other. They don't go to their Asian friend, their native friend. Oh, my nigga, everything. It's between two people. You don't write songs about you and your Asian friend and be like, oh, my what? nigga, is this. That's not what, what the songs are about. What they're other not culture calls each other like derogatory terms? Thank you. And that's what I was going to say. We are so about categorizing people. Black people this. White people this. Asian people this. Mexican people this. Why can't it just be, like, across the board... Like, we are all the same. Treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Don't call no one a slut, even if it's to another girl. Don't call no one a bitch. Don't say anyone a nigger. Guess what? You are a human being. Hey, Vanessa, how are you? Tammy, how are you? And that's girl, the perfect word. End of discussion. Why does it have to be all the segregation bullshit? White people can only exactly. use this word. And great point. What other race calls each other derogatory names? That's true. That's true. That's bullshit. I hate that. And it's not towards you, but it's across the board. I don't use the N-word to any of my okay. friends. Black, mm -hmm. white. Asian, whatever, my homie, my brother, my girl, babe, darling, end of discussion.
Yeah, that does uh, promote Treat people the way you want to be treated. End yeah. of discussion. I agree with you. And if it's not out of love, don't say it. Yeah. Don't say anything. Keep your mouth shut and walk past them. To, like, move forward with this particular scenario. So this girl that said this thing, like, said the, our inner nigger came out today. She was fired from her job. And what happens a lot, I've noticed, is when these people put out these openly racist things, I guess social media warriors or activists or whatever, mm -hmm. seek out, like information about the particular person that said all of this stuff so that they can basically ruin their lives right for, for doing right. this particular thing mm -hmm. so she was fired from her job because people like found out where she works you know told her boss that she said this do you really want someone with this kind of point of view working for you right. obviously right. they don't right. she loses her job so like i said this is something that happens a lot but do you think that's enough of a punishment for somebody who is openly racist in that particular way do you think that's sufficient or do you think that no, like she needs to be punished more to understand that that's not something you can What's do. punishment going to do? Yeah, say. what's it going to do for them? I think the purpose is to show that there's consequences. consequences for your actions. No, for sure. I, like, that's, that. that's, I think that's what they're trying to do, at least. There should be, for sure. But this person is obviously ignorant, right? Like, But now they know they can't be ignorant on social media. Right. They're going to be ignorant, but now they know they can't be tweeting th right. their ignorance like, all the time. Like, if you're going to be racist, you're going to be racist. So, just be smart enough to exactly. just right, right. Right. Yeah. Nobody's saying yeah. don't be racist. Like, nobody's crying over racist people, whatever. If you're going to be racist, be racist in your life. But if you're going to be posting on Facebook or everywhere in everyone's face, what do you think is going to happen? Like, yeah, that person is... But you guys are assuming that people, like, have common sense. And we're realizing that social media, people don't have common sense. But now they're getting it. Is the point though? Now they get it. Now other bases are smart. They're taking the post down. That's common sense, right? Yeah. Okay. In terms of punishment, I mean, I think that's sufficient enough. I mean, does she deserve jail time or whatever? No, I don't think so. She's had a I stupid opinion. I, I let me just say before we get down to any other thing, I think people get offended too easily. Yeah. Yeah. That that is very ignorant. Mm -hmm. That being said. I understand where people are coming from. Right. I don't understand her point of view. Right. But I understand that she's fucking ignorant. Right. Noted. If she's stupid. Yeah. Noted. If she's dumb stupid. enough to put that on social media, okay. I would look at that and be like, now that's a stupid ass person. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I'll scroll up to my next post and then I'll go on with my life. <laughs> well, that's ignorant as fuck, though. <laughs> that's, no, no, that's, <laughs> fucked that's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. I'm not, say, I'm, not say, I'm, not, I'm not saying by any means is it acceptable. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm offended by it right. in the sense that I know it's wrong. Right. I just don't want people like, okay, mm -hmm. like, okay. move on. Okay, okay. I just think it's whatever. So here's a question I'm going to throw out to all you guys. All right, so you knew what? <laughs> I'm going to throw it out to you first. What is your opinion on white girls with dreadlocks? Pass. <laughs> what's your opinion on white girls with dreadlocks? I don't know. Okay. We can come back to yeah. you mm -hmm. if you're still thinking about it. Jalen, you have Jamaican roots, right? right? What is your opinion on white girls with dreadlocks? I have a counter question. Okay. What's your, what's your take on black girls with straight hair? I think a lot of things. That's kind of like a complicated answer. Some people can say that black girls with straight hair, they don't really like themselves that much because they're conforming to the European standards of beauty, etc., etc. Some people could say, should I just look good right. with straight hair? It just is what it is. It's not right. that deep, right? And it, there's a million different answers to right. that. Um, but again, it goes back to the same question. What do you think about white girls with dreadlocks? I don't see the confrontation in it. I, when I see a black, a white, white guy, white girl, anybody with dreadlocks, what what is what is there to see? They have a hairstyle. Cool. And the discussion. Yeah. When you see half the, the NFL has dreadlocks, they ain't from fucking Jamaica. Mm -hmm. They from Atlanta. They from this place. They <laughs> so don't you, got no. So they don't speak patois. You think it's like a hairstyle that has been removed now from? 
I guess, the spiritual root mm-hmm. that it has, mm-hmm. and it's just a hairstyle now. Now, 100%. Yep. I, I have my hair naturally dreads. I haven't touched my hair, and you can see him dreading. Okay, let me, let me ask you another question. I have question. absolutely a lot of the A lot of the white girls and white males that I've seen with dreadlocks lately, they aren't like... I guess the white girls and white guys that you know will just wear like regular regular clothes right, but have dress like, like hippies. They're so. almost like the hippies with the baggy right. clothes that have the you know patterns the and right. they have like the beads in their hair and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're a specific type of person. Right. So in that sense, do you sort of feel like okay, well they're entitled entitled to whatever spiritual journey that they're going through, or do you feel like, listen, dude, you're from Illinois. What the fuck are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, where it's just sort of like they're just sort of romanticizing this sort of. But where are you to say that? Thing. Nah, yeah. Where are you to say? But that's that? the thing. That's the question. Right. What? It, where is your stance? I think unless you're God, you can't say nothing. I was going to say mm-hmm. now you're judging. Okay. Yeah. So you're you feel judging. like it's just judgment. You're judging across the board, and now that's a reflection of something inside of you. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Because whenever you're judging, whenever you're judging, you're projecting what you think is right onto someone else. Oh. And now, right off the bat. Every time you point a finger at someone, you got three more looking at you. So make okay. sure that's Jennifer, what, what about you? What do you think? <clears throat> I really don't give a fuck if white girls wear dark clothes. <laughs> nah. I don't care. <laughs> what What gets me though is when you have like this whole media storm of okay, when like a black girl does it, it's like dirty or some kind of stereotype, and then when a white girl does it, like the whole Kylie Jenner thing, and it's super edgy and cool. Or when Miley Cyrus does it, it's super edgy and cool. When black girls do it, it smells like weed or patchouli or it looks ghetto and all this shit. That's what I don't like, and that's <laughs> I feel like that can be sometimes perpetuated with it. But to me personally, inherently, I don't really care if white girl. If you want to wear, it, I don't care. Whatever, there's nothing wrong with you nearly wearing it mm-hmm. i feel like but that whole thing with kylie jenner i think what got a lot of people off was because when she wore it and then someone was commenting and they were saying stuff like oh well white girls do it better white girls do all this shit better all you black girls wish you could look like this i think that's where the issue comes from for me because then that attitude tends to rear its head when you see that and, right. I'm, and that's what i don't agree with but if you want to go ahead guys. Mm-hmm. i think i would i really really agree with that and i kind of have a general statement just before we move on um is that i think there's a lot of smart people in this world i think it's made up Mm-hmm. of really 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 brilliant people i think there's no like all walks of life there's mm-hmm. brilliant people in the world mm-hmm. but i just don't think they have time to to deal with this bullshit and i think that's why you get these problems is because the stupid people in the world mm-hmm. have time for this bullshit and that's why these problems happen that's why like i think someone has to be ignorant to, to have a problem with somebody because of their hair mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. okay tammy do you have any opinions on it before we move on to i the agree next? with all you guys um and they're not hurting anyone. They're not hurting themselves. Yeah. So it's just hair. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they're They can shave doing. it off. Yeah. Throw it back. They're not offending anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just on their head. Okay. So moving on to another topic that I personally found super interesting. I Like when I read this whole situation, I was like, wow. So I'll kind of give you guys a little bit of context. So there is this boxer by the name of Yusuf Mack. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of him. He... Uh, was in a situation, he was in like a financial bind, he needed some money, so he got in touch with um, like a pornography company, and they told him that, you know, we'll pay you a certain amount of money if you want to participate in this porn that we're doing. He's like, all right. So he shows up there, apparently he's kind of nervous, he sees like naked girls walking around, so I guess it puts him at ease or whatever. So he claims that he took a pill to relax him, from one of the producers or whatever, one of the people on set for the porno. So he took this pill, apparently passed out, doesn't remember anything that happened, woke up on a, I think, New York train with $4,000 in his pocket. He's like, oh, okay, I guess I got paid for whatever it is that I did. So fast forward, 
he finds out that he was actually in a gay pornography <laughs> rather than, I guess, a straight Damn. pornography, which I guess he thought that he was going to be it. So he's a boxer, and naturally, like, boxing is kind of like a homophobic sport to be in in the first place. So that's going to do wonders for his reputation, right? <laughs> so um, this comes out. People obviously are like, wow, okay, this guy's gay because he's in this gay porno. He, like, maintains that he's not gay, that he was tricked, that he took this pill and he passed out and he didn't consent to this, that, and the third. And then it turns out, like, he comes out and he says that, okay, actually, I'm bisexual. Um, you know, that's, I've just kind of been hiding it. And, you know, that's what it is. This guy has ten children, by the way, and, like, five or six baby mothers. And he, at the time this happened, he had, he was engaged to a woman as well. So... You know, you can just kind of imagine how this was for everybody sort of involved in terms of the family. Then he later comes out that, okay, I'm actually gay. I've just been hiding it this whole time. And, you know, me being in boxing is, <laughs> you know, you know, it, it was hard to sort of reveal who I was and da-da-da-da. And I guess now it's sort of being celebrated. So anyway, in this kind of situation, what do you think would drive a man to have ten children by five or six females also be on the way to getting married to another one, but then end up confessing that he's gay. Fear, obviously. Yeah, mm -hmm. 100% fear. So do you think it's fear because of being a black man or fear because of no. the sport that he was he in or a no combination excuse. of both? He has no social, excuse. Social constructs. He has no excuse. I think that, like, the black community in America, like, homophobia there is so real, though. Like, legit. They, it's not a kind place for, like, gay black men. So, like, if you're scared, I can understand you being scared. But then at the same time, to have 10 kids, like, being that kind of scared, like, you could be scared to not have any kids, you know, and just not do anything. So it's, almost like you, sure. it's, it's almost like he was, like, <laughs> having all those children to prove to himself so, that yeah, he was not gay, exactly. even though he really was. Yeah, I think it's very deeply rooted. It has to be. It has to be a childhood thing. Because mm -hmm. how many... He's not the only fucking gay black person in America. Mm -hmm. There's people that are... I don't even know this dude's name. There's got to be more... There is more uh, famous gay black people. Magic Johnson's son. Maybe money makes you more noble. Right. But being the son of a Hall of Fame basketball player, that's a lot of pressure and that's a lot of eyes looking at you. And he did it from a young age. So what's, what's this guy's excuse? I just wonder how it is for the woman that he's had kids with and even his, um, yeah. I guess, fiancé to be because I, I wonder if, like, there were any signs. Do you know what right, I mean? And right. maybe, like, these women, I guess it kind of touches on maybe their self-esteem as well where they were kind of like, well, he may be gay, but let's just ignore it. Let's just ignore the elephant in the room and pretend, like, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, it, is, it isn't what it is. Or maybe he's just a really good actor. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know, right? But I'm just really interest, like curious about that whole element of that sort of thing because I mean if you're like with a guy that likes dick most of the time it's pretty obvious you know what I mean on right. some sort of level right yeah. especially when you're in a relationship when you're with having, them when right? you have a kids with somebody you expect to know right like, right right at least something at least you, you would but that that is that is saying that is being judgmental still though that that yeah. aren't all gay you, people you are identifiable that. like no I mean not all the time, right? Like, there's obviously, like, gay men and even gay females that you really would not know of that course. their preference is for the same this sex. Is, we are generalizing. Right. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I just, I'm just curious. I, I don't know the situation. I'm just curious whether he, he it kind of showed or it didn't show. Like, right. what situation, what it, was how, it, yeah, how, it was it, how it was, like, in that um, situation, that relationship. 
Okay, well, we've run out of time, guys. Yeah. There's so many more things that I wanted to cover, but we didn't get to it because we got all heated and passionate and stuff. Of course, stuff. my apologies. Um, but we're going to have this podcast going. It's going to be bi-weekly, so it's going to be you know happening over and over again. Everyone in this room, you're very welcome to join us for the next podcast if you feel so inclined. You might get sick of me soon. <laughs> you know what? I don't think so. You're a lot of fun. Um, so I'm just going to go around the room and everyone can sort of like put out like their Twitter handles or plug anything that they're working on if they want, like any like social media stuff they want to get out there. Um, feel free to take this particular time to do that. So you know, I'm going to start with you. Anything you want to plug or... Want people to follow you on Facebook or some shit? He's off the grid. I'm off the grid. He's so, off the grid. I'm off the grid. You want to give the girls your phone number? Ah, okay. All right. Fafiz, what about you? Uh, I'll give my Instagram. Okay. For sure. Easy underscore Feezy. F-E-E-Z-Y. Okay. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy Feezy? Easy Feezy. All right. Easy what, about, what about you, Jalen? Um, my Instagram is a little bit hard to understand, but uh, my name is Jalen Gardner, if you really want to call him. Um, I have a boy, he is in Ottawa, he is working on a big project right now, make sure you go check out his uh, Instagram, at Fashion and Joseph, um, you'll enjoy that for sure. Okay, what about you, Jennifer? I'm off the grid too. Off the grid, so don't want anyone to know who you are. What about you, Tammy? <laughs> off the grid. Off the grid as well? Okay, and as for me, um, I'm Vanessa Peters, like I think I said at the beginning of the podcast, you can follow my photography Instagram at L-A-B-O-U-R-G-E-O-I-S-I-E-F-O-T-O. Um, you can also find this podcast on sofuckingposh.com, S-O-F-X-P-O-S-H.com, and that's where you can find me. Oh,